All right. So here we are. We finally back again. I got I got brother Jarvis here with me, um, and we're here to talk about today's topic. What are the most desirable uh, things you want in a wife? What are the most desirable things you would want in a wife? Okay. So a lot of you guys are saying no to marriage. That's cool too, but many more of you guys, the overwhelming majority of men would like to have a partner, you know, with them to raise their children and, uh, you know, enjoy life with. So with that being said, I'm posing a question to you, Brother Jarvis. What are the most desirable qualities you would like to see in a wife? Um. You know, talking to a man who uh, was divorced, you know, the best way to answer that question is to say, like I was taught, <clears throat> I know what I don't want. Because like, there is no better teacher than the universe itself. So I've already gone to marriage and, and divorced. You know, there are a lot of things that I know that I don't want. And one of the main things that I don't want is um, a very confrontational, a very, you know, a woman doesn't want to go along with your career. You know. Okay, so. Anytime why? you find a woman who doesn't want to go along when, when, it's when, very difficult let to. Let me ask you this, brother. Why, what makes a confrontational woman a problem? I thought that we're in the era of strong woman and you know you a woman being strong and are you afraid that she's more stronger than you or what what's the issue with a confrontational woman uh, that right there lies may lie the whole problem you know quote unquote strong woman when did she ever become and i'm really just talking about the black woman but when has she ever been weak? She's never been weak throughout history, period, on the planet, you know, since she's existed. The black woman has never been at a weak state, you know, meaning that, you know, that might be the problem right there. She's too strong. I mean, you got sisters today who may believe it, but they say it out loud, you know, I don't need a man. They really believe it. They really believe that they hear for themselves. You know, they've been sold that, you know, they here to do what's best for them. So, you know, when you got a woman or a whole generations who believe that what they here for is to satisfy and please themselves, you know, it's very hard to sell somebody or a woman on your program what you're trying to do. You can't build anything. You can't. It's hard to go somewhere when she's literally fighting against you. You know, build something and she's trying to build it. You put three bricks up, she take two bricks away. So it's, it's, it's really hard. And the end of the day, you build, you put one brick. You know, I, I know I put three here. Yeah, you put three there, took two of them away. You know, so like I said, I know what I don't want. You know, she made well, too strong. Well, well, what do you, what do you want? We can get back to what you don't want. What what do you want? What 
Like, what do you want to see in a woman that you would say, all right, I'm willing, I'm ready to spend the rest of my life with you? You know, uh, I heard a brother teach me a long time ago. He says, you know what's sexy? I said, no, brother, what's that? If I'm qualified or if that sister's looking for a man and he's qualified to take her where she needs to go and she'll be there for his helpmate, you know, then that's a good thing. But what I, like I said, what I do want, I just don't want you tearing down everything I build up. And it seems like purposely the black woman, anytime you get a rug or something, she just tears it down. You know, I, I know it looks like, or it seems that the brothers, you know, don't have it together. And the whole world is, is so black women and sisters on that, you know, brothers ain't gonna never get it together. They ain't got it together. They don't know where they're going. They don't know what they're doing. They ain't got no money. They ain't this, they ain't that. They ain't nothing, you know, it's, I believe it's been told and said and so much that there's a reason why you can just shoot a black man in the back and the police don't even go to jail. There's no repercussions for that. There's a reason for that. They made yeah, the black life nothing. Right. But but those are that's a valid issue, brother. But but I keep asking you this direct question. You keep running around it. What do you want from a wife? What do you want? What do you want from a wife? All right. I already answered it. Cooperation. Cooperation. Is that it? I mean, is that I it? Say we don't she can be 150,000 pounds overweight. She can have, uh, you know, uh, plastic surgery. Uh, she can have, you know, uh, bad friends, bad hygiene. All you need is her cooperation? No, I hadn't even gotten to the, the physical psychological so I hadn't even gone there yet. You know, go there. Just by her cooperating really answers it all. She's cooperating with me, or really, you know, any man who's saying, like I said, if he's qualified or if I'm qualified, you know, that goes on with it. If I'm qualified and you're following and you're going along with my program, you know, that should take care of the mental, the physical, the emotional state. You know, because we both have roles. Well, really? Just okay, I want five, okay. five, six, 120. It's way more than that. Okay, so because I had I, I had a conversation with a couple people last week, and so uh, I had a conversation with a homosexual brother, and the homosexual brother was saying that this particular individual brother who's a, you know, a star on YouTube, um, before he got kicked off, um, he started dating other than black women. And so he, for a long time was proud of the fact that he was dating on only black women solely. But as he got into some more money, I was trying to explain to the brother, cause I could tell him being homosexual. He had never been with no women before, so he was talking just like with with no knowledge of what actually goes on being with women. So anyway, I'm trying to explain to him. I, I said, hey, man, you know, 
doesn't matter sometimes because he said that, hey, you know, he dated this black woman. She cut her hair. She she got rid of her weaves. She got rid of her fake nails, fake eyelashes and all of this, right? So I said, sometimes that's not the issue. The issue is people just grow apart. If you were a woman, you you know, you better be attracted to her on some level. So I'm saying that's what that's what I'm bringing to you. I'm saying is it just going to be like, oh, well, her attractiveness ain't going like like cuz some people, man, it doesn't matter what they do, they're not going to increase improve their attractiveness. So what are you prepared to still be with somebody or wipe somebody up if they don't measure up on your attractiveness scale or your sexual market value scale? Just because they're a good person. Well, I don't go by a sexual market value scale. I don't go by that, but it depends on what man you're talking about in general. If you're talking to me or asking me, I'm an older man. So as an older man, you know, your your uh, your uh, your range gets wider. In other words, you can't be a 60-year-old man and, and you want a 20-year-old girl, you know, that's got everything going for her. I mean, it's nothing wrong with wanting her or desiring her, but, I mean, come on, as you get older, you begin to realize, too, that, hey, it ain't all about the physical. You know, other, other things do matter. I'm not saying that it's all about the physical. What I'm saying is, don't you think you would have to be attracted, highly attracted to the person to stay in a monogamous relationship? We're assuming we're talking about monogamous relationship. So if you want to stay in a monogamous relationship with this person, don't you think you would have to be at, at least highly attracted to them so that you could... Um, get that feeling of wanting to be spend time with her romantically right or are you saying well, if she's a good person i'm i i will forego all that if she's a good person i just i'll wife her up because she's a good person see that's what again we're trying to figure out well the first okay certain things are in certain things are given there's no man on the planet who quote unquote gets with a woman because he's unattracted to her. Not how it goes. So I mean that's a given. If you're with a woman, obviously you're attracted to her. But nobody what I'm no saying, most men don't I want to date a woman because she's nice. But what I'm men saying is what I'm saying is I'm what I'm saying is if you're not highly attract see, you can marry somebody and then after they have babies and go through life things you may not you may grow apart may just grow apart from the person and what i'm saying is what like okay guess the question i'm really asking is what do you see in looking for a wife would be a a, as a long-term investment a long-term investment of your time what do you see that will keep you there long term we assume that you're okay I'll, i'll take your assumption we are assuming that you are attracted to her from the jump street because you stepped to her. Okay. Now, what I'm saying is sometimes we attract to people on the front end, and after we spend a little time with them, we realize, you know, I'm not really that attracted to this person. And then we, but sometimes we, we just too whatever for whatever reason we don't pull the ripcord 
and we get into marriages with this person, and now you end up cheating on them. That's what I'm trying to avoid. That's what I'm trying to find out. What qualities do you need to see where you can actually maintain a monogamous situation with this woman without interfering other people in it? There is no magic answer to that. In other words, when you say people grow apart, you know, if you're attracted to her from the beginning, she had babies, let's say she blow up, or like you say, she just kind of changed. There's nothing you can do to stop her from changing. Nothing. You know, and she may say the same thing about you. I'm like, well, you changed. Well, yeah, I did. And there's nothing she could do to change any of that. So, uh, but while you got with her, meaning a man, while you was attracted to her, you know, now to stay monogamous, you know, so come along. Like, okay, I was attracted to her physically. We got married. And now all she wants to do is complain. Okay, every little thing I do is not right. But I got this other girl, either on my job or at this bar or somewhere else, who's giving me that attention and I'm not getting that home. And you wind up where it kind of happened or happenstance. You get with her. Why? Because she's giving you what you're missing. She's reminding you you're a man. And every man needs that. You know, it's yeah. that woman that reminds the man who he is. He's a man. And that's why but that, that's a whole other subject. That's why men cheat. Because that woman come along that reminds you you're a man. That's why you cheat. But, but, but why I, you, you marry a girl? Okay, but why do you have to be reminded that you're a man? Why do you have to be reminded if, that you're a man if you're, if the person you're with is reminding you that is 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 the person that's supposed to be reminding you that you're a man? But that's what I'm saying. Does she, what qualities is she missing that is not reminding you of a man that makes you go find someone else to remind you that you're a man? What qualities are necessary or needed there? Well, I mean, she could be not attracted to you anymore. She could feel you ain't nothing no more. She could be falling or have already fallen out of love with you now. It could be a number of things. She's not letting you know or reminding you who and what you are, but the same thing go for you. You know, you could fall, you could be, you could have fell, 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 or fallen out of love with her. So now you don't see her the same way anymore. You know, so I mean, it could, it, it could be a lot of reasons, man, why why she doesn't remind you anymore, she, and she doesn't feel like she needs to. Okay, let me read one of these. Let me read one of the comments from my girl. Finished the race, yeah. Uh, if the only reason you married a woman is because she's attractive, it's a major problem. I agree. If you have to become, if you have to be more than just look, okay, you, you have, it has, it has to be more than just looks. I get you. I get you. I get you. But what do you think about that brother Jarvis? What do you think about what, what uh, my girl just said here? Yeah. Well, it's real. If you're going to make it, you know, and, and you, you're talking marriage, choosing a wife. I mean, there, there are certain roles you have to play. There are certain roles she has to play, you know, and like she says, it has to be real. It has to be more than just looks because as you get old too, both parties, looks fade. So when you look at 20, you're not going to look like that at 50, 60, and 70. You're not going to look like that no more. 
But if it's real love, if it's real, and when I say real, you know, I try to be in the middle, but God really has to be the center of all that. Because when he's the center of all that and it's real love, you could be in your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. But when you see her, you see her in her 20s. Right. Because it's real. And when she, right. she sees you in her 20s. And she'll always, as I was taught, rest on the good and the positive and the strength in you when it's real. That's good teaching. Yeah, that's good teaching. But it has uh, to be real, though. I know, I know, but Brother Jarvis, I keep asking you the same question. Keep dancing around it. I'm looking for a list, a list of qualities that you can say, this is what I want in a wife. I want beauty. I want figure. I want character. I want, well, no, everybody doesn't want the same things. Some people are willing to deal with, like like uh, my girl said, they just want the, the looks. They're not willing to go into the character. They're not willing to go into, um, we were taught, you got to keep checking somebody, right? You got to keep checking them. Every time they go out the house, when they come back in, you got to check them. You don't, you're not going to do a physical search of them, but you're going to search their mind, see where they at. Because then once they go out into that world, anything could jump on them and they could be not even knowing that they're being controlled by demons from the outside to tear up their own house from the inside right so you got a question hey how was your day what's going on you you not interrogating them but you checking on them you checking them to see what how where they at where their mind is at hey how would you know what do you think about doing this weekend you just trying to make sure their mind is right right so if that if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. But you want to start out with the best amount of qualities as possible. I'm not saying it's a list that works for everybody. That's what I'm asking you about you, what you would look for in a wife, what you would say, hey, this is this is these things on the list here. If I got these things from somebody, then I would be able to move. I would be I would be ready to push that button if I I got all these different things. So I'm asking you, brother, what what is it? What is what's your short list of stuff that you would say, hey, you know, I need this stuff in in my cause because everybody's not the same. Right, but I'm trying to generalize. And when you say me personally, like any other man, I want the same thing as any other man. Who doesn't want looks? Evidently, if I'm laying in the bed with you, uh, you know, I, I got to be attracted to you. You know, so, I mean, that's a human. But I can't give you, okay, I want beauty. I want brains. Who doesn't want that? You know, I want, you know, I try to do it in one word, cooperation. You know, I can't, you know, okay, yeah, I want beauty. Who doesn't? I want brains. Who doesn't? Uh, we all want to be rich. Some people, listen, brother. As you get older, some, I mean, some always men, rich. Listen, some men are so desperate that they just want a warm body, brother. They don't even, they have, they have so many L's in their pocket. <laughs> they just want, I'm just serious. You know, we know, we both know brothers like this. They got so many, um, you know, L's on them that, hey, just a woman. Anybody with a vagina that's willing to 
sit with them for over half an hour, they feel like they winning. You're not going to check the character. You're not going to check her, her looks. You're not going to check anything. Matter of fact, they're going to put themselves in situations that's ultimately detrimental to them. See, there's brothers out here now. They're looking for wives. They want a, they want a wife. And they think just because a woman got a job and she looked good, that's all I need. I can work with everything else. And I'm saying, no, that's not. You got you to gotta look at it for you as a person for you. Or like your goals, what you want out of life. If you always want to own your own business and that's something you have in your um, heart that you want to do at some point, you need to be with somebody who's probably going to be with that. I will say this about most women. Well, it's about people, period. Men and women do this same thing, and it's unfortunate. People tell you what you want to hear in the beginning of the relationship. Oh, yeah, I'm with that. Go ahead. You want to go back to school? Oh, yeah, I'm with doing that. And then when the time comes to actually do it, no. You know what I'm saying? They're not with it or something changed or something. That's why you got to constantly be checking. Hey, baby, how you doing? You know, remember, we want to go do this. Remember, I was telling you I want to go to school. You know, that time is coming. You still okay with that? You know, you got to keep going over and over again with them. Since I'm going sh- to show you what I'm talking about, Brother Jarvis. Show you what I'm talking about. What I would want in a wife. Of course, I would want her to be attractive to me so that I could not feel like I need to go somewhere else to get that kind of attractiveness. Then I would want her to have a certain kind of character because if she don't have a certain kind of character, leading with respect, leading with respect, meaning that, you know, if a woman can love you with all her heart and still cheat on you, but she love you. But if a woman respect you, she respect you too much to cheat on you. She respect you too much to have somebody else to give somebody else her money. She respect you too much to not obey you she not, she, you know, she respect you too much. And you can, in turn, show her the same respect. But if she don't start out with that respect, that's a major problem. And that's for me. I need that respect. I need to be able to say, go do that. And, you know, and not, well, why? For what? Remember how, <laughs> that was our thing, right? For what? <laughs> so, a lot of times black women tell us something for what you know they want to break they want a long uh, explanation but sometimes you ain't got time to break it down I'll break it down to you later baby but I'm, I need you to make this move for me right now right so that's what I'm yeah. saying brother I'm, I say I say you know beauty that's, that's going to be what attracts me to you let's be honest you ain't going to be attracted to a woman's brains right up from the jump street, right? It's going to be her physical appearance that's going to attract you. That's why I put in. What? Yeah. You yes, disagree? Yeah, men. Yeah, yeah, men. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no. So you're going to, that's what you go. That's what you're going to be attracted to initially. Now to maintain and sustain right. that attraction, other pieces are going to have to be added to the puzzle. Her character, you know, how she treats people. You see her out there, she treating people like dirt. And you like, what? I was with somebody one time, man, and 
this sister was just completely mishandling the waiter staff. And I was like, whoa, if you, <laughs> these people bringing us food, how, why would you mishandle the people that's bringing our food to us? That don't make no sense. But then once I realized, I realized that this person, I'm eventually going to get on the list of being done wrong. If they're going to treat this person publicly like this, just because they feel like it or they had a bad day, they're going to take it out on this person. What they're going to do when they have a bad day? And I'm the only one standing there. I need somebody with the kind of character that says, hey, no matter what, this still gets the big piece of chicken. I don't care what's going on. He gets right. the big piece of chicken, right? What's your view right. on that, Brother Jarvis? Well, you got you got women out there today who really feel like, on average, you ask you ask a, you ask a sister today, black woman, who come first? My children. <laughs> okay, what about the man? My children. Okay, uh, do you have a man? Yeah, who come first? My children. They've been taught wrong, and they've right. learned wrong. Right. So the the black woman really believes that her children come before the man. And like you said, no. Your children don't get the big piece of chicken. Mathematically, you're wrong. Your right. your 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 man or your husband get the big piece of chicken. Yeah. Because mathematically, if you play in your role and you keep him healthy, the chicken keep coming. Right. You give him a small piece of chicken, sooner or later he's gonna wither wither and go away. You know, somebody because somebody give him the big piece of chicken. Uh, he's gonna find somewhere to be where they're giving him a big piece of chicken. Yes, sir. So they really believe. And they'll tell you if you get if you talk to them. My children come first. Like like in previous shows. What man wants that deal? Why would I get into something to where no matter what I do or what I say, your child comes first? Even if it's my own biological child. You know, but you really feel like that child coming before I do. We can't, we there's nothing we can do. That's where the respect also comes in too, like you said. I just put another word, I just put cooperation on there, you know. But but like I said, sisters, you're wrong. Your, your child does not come before the man. Right. They don't. Mathematically, you're wrong. And that man needs to get that big piece of chicken because, you know, that's your role. Your role is to nurture and sustain him. You nurture and sustain the whole house. You know, this you play your role. He play his role. Go ahead, big brother. Well, I, I'm going I'm to a, I'm a, tell you, this is a story about how I told this story before on another um, video about my aunt telling me a story and putting my grandfather, making my grandfather look like he was a bad person. Okay, so my grandfather, uh, you know, my, my father had nine siblings or eight siblings, so nine of them all together plus two parents, right? We talking about in the Texas, in the South. In the depression, I mean, man, it was just crazy, right? But right. anyway, this man fed his family some kind of way, picking up our jobs, doing whatever, right? So one day he went out to uh, go get some work, and uh, my grandmother said, "Hey, I'm gonna make you a blueberry pie." So 
he went work all day thinking about that blueberry pie. So after yeah. the pie was done, he was still at work. After the pie was done, the the children was begging for the pie. They was begging for a piece. Can you give us a piece? So the mom, you know, what mother can withstand the crying hunger of their children, right? So she ends up yeah. cutting a little piece off of one, then a piece for another. Remember, it's eight of them all together, nine of them all together, nine siblings. So she cuts a little piece yeah. off of this one. Next thing you know, the pie is gone. Man comes home. My grandfather comes home. Whistling, right? He thought about that pie all day long, right? right. Anyway, my aunt, <laughs> uh, uh, so he went, when he came in the house, he was like, he asked my grandmother, hey, where's my pie? She said, oh, the kids ate right. Man blew up. Man had a fit and blew up right. and left the house just so he could cool off, right? And my right. aunt was telling my aunt was telling the story like, how could he do that? How could how could he do something like that? You know what? Why would he do something like that? What's what's the point in you know your kids should come first? And I was trying to right. tell her, no, this man come first. You feed this man, right. man gonna be able to go back out there and work. But you feed these right. kids. You, this man ain't gonna be you, you gonna get this man a wing when he should get the big piece of right. chicken. How you gonna go the out and work all day? Yeah, how you gonna go out and work right. all day on a on a on a chicken right. wing? Right. But my aunt did my aunt didn't get it, bro. My aunt just went, she wasn't having it. And and that capsulizes the thinking of a lot of black women in today's society. I'm not saying all of them think that way, but it capsulizes a lot of the way a lot of them think, which is my, like you said, my children come first. Right. My children come first. That's why I a lot of times I don't usually um, I don't really I'm not a proponent of these young guys being um, what you call it, stepdads. Because when you walk into being a stepdad, right. the woman is going to automatically tell, well, my kids come first. She got three kids. Right. You coming after kid one, kid two, kid three. Maybe you're going to be fourth. You really want to step into a Maybe. situation where you're fourth on the depth chart? Right. I mean, that's... Well, that's well, you know, fifth, because she might put herself before you. Exactly. You ain't, I didn't even throw her in the mix. She's going to come before you as well. But but in her mind, yeah, her mind is going to tell her, you're supposed to accept that. Like, you as a man, you should accept right. being, uh, you know, last on the list. There's something wrong with you for not wanting right. to be and understand. right, yeah, right, yeah. It's, it's just what a, man would want to go along with that deal, at least not. And that's why I say, at least not a young guy, maybe a guy in his 40s, he's been through some stuff, already had children or whatever. He's okay, just leave me alone. I, I can take care of myself or whatever. I just want a warm body next to me. Maybe he might do it, but might, you know, and, that's, that's, and, and that's that's an arrangement to where. Yeah, but that's an arrangement to where, look, I break you off a little something, you come over, you bring me off a little something, and we good. I don't come, I don't really see your throat. They don't come over my house, and we good. Right. And that has to be an arrangement. Well, some guys want to you know, be in the house. Go bad. Some I know it can't go bad, but some guys actually no. want to be in the house for whatever reason. I don't know why they would do that, but they all they bad. actually want to be in the house. Bad. Bad. 
if you know the psychology of our the black community and the psychology of children, let me let you know something. If you're a man and you come in and she got three children, she got two girls and one boy, that little boy is going to do everything he can to get you up out of that house. Because you know what that little boy is thinking? That man climb on. Mama, where you going? Them Mama, little things too. Mama, where you going? Where you going with that man? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that man. little man. And let me tell you something about little girls. Let me tell you something about little girls. Now, yeah. you could be a woman and you trying to get in his life and you trying to be a mom and her. You know what she going to do? Her mama, everything. And she going to put lies in her daddy's head about you. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, hey, there's so me, many words. Let me tell you the worst part. Let me tell you the worst part, brother. That ain't even the worst part. Let me tell you the worst part. The worst part is... Lying in. The worst part is um, you a man and she got a daughter. How do you handle that situation? How do you maneuver around Ooh, that's, her daughter? And her daughter could easily say, oh, he to put his hands on me, he touched me, he did this, he did that. How do you maneuver around that? You got that threat looming over your head. That, see, that's what Right there, a lot of sisters don't understand. That should be really slow walked. You know, you really shouldn't jump into that. Even if y'all got something going, you need to, as a man, and she got a daughter, you need to slow walk that. You know, and psychologically, does she have a good relationship with her father? You know, if that's intact, you know, and then before, I'm not going to say before, but if y'all got any kind of relationship, meaning the mama and the baby daddy, you got to sit down with the baby daddy if it's sis, and y'all got to have a talk. You know, I mean, there's a lot to go along with that. But sisters, no, that's my baby. I'm going to do what I want to do. No. I mean, for the, for the psychiatry, for the, for the health of that little girl, don't let these men around your, your children. Be very careful with that. And, and if you, know? you a man, if you a man, you got you to gotta treat that little girl like a ticking time bomb. You gotta say, I'm not gonna be alone with this little girl. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna see her to the bathroom. I'm not gonna be alone with her, period. That's what you have to do. I don't care unless she's 18 years old, you just don't be alone with nobody like that. Just like me, we've been yeah. taught you don't go by no man's house when he ain't home. Does his wife say he yeah. ain't here? Pew, we out of there, right? Why? Because yeah. we ain't even That's gonna right. let them get That's started. Right. We ain't gonna let the gossip get started on us. That's right. Cause it could just get started just when you right. being at this man's house, you know. And now it's no excuse. Not you even got suspicion. Self Not even suspicion. You want right. to walk up, get rid of the air of suspicion, right? But I got a better question right. for you, brother. I, I want to. I'm a sidebar right now. We're gonna come back to what are the most desirable traits in a in a in a wife. I'm a sidebar. So my sister finished the race VL. She asked me a question. And then uh, another sister, JP, the aspiring matriarch, she asked me another, they asked me a question. So I'm going to pose that question to you because I, I know uh, my girl Liz is on the, on the line. What, are, would you be open to a polyamorous relationship? What is that? That's where you have more than a one person involved in a sexual relationship. And you all are agreed that 
we're going it's it's just like a a monogamous relationship except for it's another person or persons involved would you be okay with two men would you be okay with excuse me one man and two women in a relationship like that don't want that in theory, I think I most mean, men I mean, want that. They can be a I mean, you. I mean, if you got the kind of money too, now, you know, you got to, you know, there's, let's not. Even, are we talking responsibility? Or are we just talking? No, no, we talking responsibility. We talking. We talking a family unit. We talking basically a nuclear family, yeah. but instead of one woman, there's two women there. Yeah, how much you making? You better be making two hundred thousand. You know, you got to make some money. Let's say you make it. It's, it's hard to take care of one. You gonna take care of two? Yeah, it is. But let's let's say. Uh, I mean, you making that money? You got the option to be able to do it. Is that something you'd be interested in? Oh, that's different. Oh yeah. I mean, that goes on every day. Boy, I ain't got more than one woman. Why? Come on, man, let's talk real. What 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 do you don't have? What do you mean? Why? What's the, what's the benefit yeah, of having and the money to do it? Yeah, but what's the benefit of it? When one is mad, you go to the other. Huh? You go to the other. When one is mad, you go. To the other. What? What? Both of them mad? Then, what? then you had the emergency. We got. I got that kind of money, right? Yeah. Okay, I got that kind of money. You got the main vein, you got the side piece, and you got the emergency. All three of them are going to be mad at the same time. There ain't no, there ain't no side piece. Everybody ain't getting it. This is a real relationship. This ain't no side piece. This is a real relationship. You got to deal with that, both of their jealousies. You got to deal with both of their insecurities. You got to deal with all of that. But that goes on all the time. What the fuck? He, don't have, he can have a family at home. He, he got a side piece. Yeah, yeah, but uh, your side piece, your side piece knows that she's your side piece. She don't like it, but she yes. knows she's your side piece. Okay. She doesn't consider herself a wife. She considers herself a side piece. I'm I'm not okay. at this level because this person has the status. I'm just the, the filler in. I'm just playing my position. To get what I get out of the deal. When you have right. two wives, you have two wives, that means this woman is gonna consider herself maybe slightly under the other one, but she still considers herself a wife <laughs> with all the benefits of being a wife. Decide, you know, okay, we talking you telling you telling me I got that kind of money. Now yeah. let's go in general with the athlete in our community. Ain't too many out of money, but athletes, maybe some some lawyers, you know, the side piece get if you take a study or a poll, the side piece getting more than the wife getting. The side piece getting most of the attention. The side piece getting most of the gifts. The side piece really like it is the wife. Why? So even you okay, she knows she the side piece, yeah, but she's more than the wife. Why? Because she reminds you more than the wife do. But the wife feel like I got my position. So I ain't got to remind you of anything anymore. But the side piece like, okay, okay I'm going to keep reminding you who you are, what so the side you are, piece is willing to work for me. That makes a man feel like a man. So, so side piece is willing to put the work in, whereas the wife is just like riding on her past, you know, her past 
uh, yeah. uh, accolades. She's no longer trying to put that kind of yeah, work. I mean, in. Yeah, I mean, you, you know how many women out there? Okay, <laughs> how many women out there? Let's say you don't have any money, and you were with this woman, and you know y'all not together, no, but she still needs you to do odd jobs, or she still want. You know, showing up. Well, we used to be something. It's like, wait a minute, I can't get full off a meal I ate two years ago. But in a woman's logic, she want to put it in your mind or in, in your head that you should do this for me because we had sex three years ago. That's how a woman thinks. It's like, are you crazy? You know, but that's not reminding me I'm a man. You know, you you going off like that with the wife. And that's why the side piece gifts. She getting the diamond, the diamond necklaces. She's giving that because she's reminding him of who and what he is. You know, so... Do you but, think you know, that, like I said, do you think that a side piece is healthy for a monogamous relationship? It does it does it help that situation? I mean, generally speaking, we know some cases it does. Side piece actually gives the wife an extension on her time, but I mean, generally speaking, is a side piece healthy for a monogamous relationship. Wow. That depends on the woman. If Which woman? she know, like, okay, it's really her, the wife. In other words, she knows her duty. She knows her duty. But you know what? Rather than do my duty, I'm going to let that side piece remind you you're a man. I'll just take these benefits right here. Take care of me and my children, and I'm good. Because sometimes as a woman gets older, she don't care about sex. And she know, we talk about men with money, and she know what you're doing, but she really don't care. You know, because it, and I don't think it's real, because if it was real, you wouldn't mind taking on your responsibility on what you're supposed to do. If it was real, you wouldn't let another woman do your responsibility. That's your responsibility to remind him who he, what he is, who and what he is. But you're going to let her do it? A lot of you. A lot of these women haven't been taught. See, you ain't got no place where these women getting taught how to be a how to give that to a man. They ain't being taught that. If they don't pick it up on their own, yeah, a lot, of, yeah, but a lot of sisters don't think we'd even deserve it. That's the part that, that gets me the most. That's what I'm saying, brother. They don't, they don't, they just don't feel like they've been they've been taught so wrong about the male-female relationships. They're just out of whack. They're just out of time, out of step with the times, and uh, you know they got a they 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 looking at it from a whole another way instead of looking at it for how how can we work together to be progressive. It just they don't look at it that way. Everything is pretty much adversarial, and uh, they, they they don't have no place to learn. Well, I have no place. I won't say no place, but not a lot of places where they can learn how to be a woman. If you ain't got big mama in church or you got, you know, sister so-and-so in the temple or, you you know, if you don't know somebody that is a woman that has been a wife, that knows how to be a wife, that knows how to be respectful to a man, that knows how to build a man up, how you going to learn? The TV? The big mama gone. Yeah. And that, yeah. The, the, I mean, come on, man. Love and hip-hop, that's who taught you that's how to learn, brother. That's what they learn. Any man, you, you like that? 
You, who, what man wants to get treated like that? That's what, what they who, learn. What man, what man, when I say, look, I'm going to public, fight somebody, say, look, we leaving. And you don't listen to what I'm saying. What man wants to deal with that? If I say we leaving, we leaving. We out of here. You know, you're going to fight this girl over what? Because she said so-and-so. You don't know she said that. Your man told you she said that. So call and say it. You do no investigation. You really don't care about the truth. What's the truth? Did they really say it? Did they mean it? Was it taken out of context? It doesn't even make a difference. And who cares if she said it? Yeah. Did it cost you any money? Did it hurt anybody? Love is teaching you how to treat a man? Yeah. Terrible, man. Yeah. And Big Mama is dead and gone. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Nobody, you know, and even if she was here, and if Big Mama was here, are you really gonna listen to Big Mama? Yeah, nobody gonna listen to her. Nobody gonna listen to her. And there's nothing dying faster, nothing dying faster than the black church. The black church is on its deathbed. I mean, nothing's dying faster than the black church, and that's where we are getting taught a lot of these good lessons. Was in the church, right? You know, you got taught about respect. Yeah. You got taught about, you know, how to treat people. And you got taught about how you should view yeah. the world as a person who's trying to follow God's laws, right? Where we can talk, yeah. like you said, where we can talk that love and hip hop, David makes man. I mean, all these different shows that there ain't no, there is no man. Thank God, man, for good times, man, because we actually saw. A man, a real man. At least only they, they kicked him off after the third season because he said, man, you know, y'all need to do something else besides have JJ in a chicken hat. And they, he, yeah. you know, they wasn't having it no more. So they kicked John Amos off of good times because he wanted to develop the characters into better people. And normally right. said no, right? But at least we saw him the time we did see him. Who do they have now, brother? If you search your mind, who do they have out there now? Who is a strong black, who's a strong black male presence, married father on TV right now? Who? I can't think of one, man. And it might be one, but I just I can't think of one. There is none. Ghost? <laughs> I mean, you're really. <laughs> who, who who you got out there? All of these men, they training None. me. They, I mean, go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, go that's what I'm saying. Strength, but. but he he not he's not teaching them. He 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 is not that fatherly type where you know he's at all the games and all that. And you know, how can he be when he's living this other life? So yeah, he, he would be a hypocrite to teach one way and then be about this life, and his children would see right. through it. Right. So I'm saying yeah. we got a deficit in understanding, brother. We got a deficit in understanding. How are we going to? Well, let me say it this way: We already asked that question. How are we going to get around it? But we can get we get to that later. My question right now is, since you said, okay, I'm willing to have 
two hens in the hen house. Let me ask you this question. I already know the answer, but I want you to articulate your answer. Would you be open to the situation of having two men and a female and being one of the two men in the with the female? I'm talking about all, everybody living in the same house. No, mathematically, that's no. mathematically that doesn't work. Why? There's a reason why you have, no, because one woman, and the one woman you got two men. She doesn't need two men because she's the one having the baby. You know, only when you talk um, other than like you say monogamy. History is God. Two reasons why He allows that. One is the shortage of good men, and He's trying to replenish the population. Okay, you know. Um, the other reason is that um, that's pretty much. There's another. I forgot the other reason, but like I said, there's a shortage of men. But after the population tapers off, or you know. Goes through nature, we it's cut off. You know, that's not a forever thing. And uh, one man and several wives has to be in certain circumstances. That's not something you play with. You know, there are a lot of emotions and a lot of people's, there's a lot of stake when you do that. So the first thing men think about, and this is where we always get all jacked up, men think when it's more, it's one man and several women, you think sex. You never think about the responsibility that come with that, and if you knew all of that entailed, you might reconsider all of that. Like I said, one, you gotta have money. It takes to take care. It takes money to take care of one woman. How the hell are you gonna take care of two, three, and four, and deal with two, three, four headaches? Are you crazy? You gotta do that. Like I said, men when they when they hear that, more than they they wanna they want sex. You know, but you know, two men, okay, so, one female, mathematically, yeah. it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because when I mean, you're going to have one, you only need one man to get a pregnant. Yeah, but men are you doing. Two, we're we're doing this one. now. We're doing this now. We're just not in the same house. We are doing this what now. Doing? Yeah, because it's 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 married women right. that's hitting the field. It's um. Women in long-term relationships that's hitting the field. So I mean, we're doing this now. We yeah. just it's just it's just not being put on blast where we're doing it. My question is, would you be yeah. interested in doing something like that while you know? It's the difference to no. been doing it okay. while you, while you know. Well, no. I, no, you know, along. a sister was telling me a couple weeks ago that there's a lot of benefits in it for a man. I would kept trying to explain to her, I don't see what no man would see in putting money into a female he knows another man is entering. I don't I don't I don't see where I don't see where any man with his right mind would be saying, Yeah, this is a good deal for me. Uh, but they was pushing the program saying, Hey, this is this is don't you looking at it from the physical, look at it from the the, the uh, financial position. I'm like, maybe I would look, consider something like that if I was infirmed or I had broken legs or something like that, or I was, 
you know, seriously, like, couldn't move, maybe. But I don't, I don't know where any man who got both arms, both legs, and can move around is going to say, you know what, this is a good deal for me. I'm going to go ahead and do this. I would think the average dude would say, well, you know what, if I can't have you, then I can't have you. And I'm just going to, I can just plug it out on my own. What say you, brother? I mean, again, it's going on now, unknowingly, meaning that the men aren't stupid either. That's the thing that kills me with women. Women really think that because if you if you've taken a poll or talk to sisters today, every woman out there wants to be Mary Poppins. In other words, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't even seeing nobody. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're lying. You're lying to me and yourself. You're saying two and three men. But they'll sit there and lie to you because everybody wants to be the quote-unquote good girl. Is it happening? Yeah. You know, shamefully, if you ask me, because as a woman, it's not even your nature to be like that. You know, why are you doing it? You know, and some of them do it for, like you said, uh, uh, natural reasons. But the woman is doing it. I talked to a sister the other day. She tells me that she got a friend who is not only seeing two different men, she's seeing two men and a woman. And out of those two men and a woman, both of those brothers, no, one, the one brother brought her lunch. She takes lunch, called the other brother up, give him the lunch. And then over him with the sister. And it's like, damn. And it's, it's getting like, it's just not, damn. It's do not even your know? nature. Why, what is going on? Do do they all know about no. each other? Oh. No. 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 Well, can't blame a brother for doing something no. that he didn't know. We're talking about a situation where you know. No. You know what's going on. I mean, the brother bringing her lunch, he thought, man, I'm a, this is my girl. I'm going I'm to do something nice for her. He didn't know. So, you know, you can't blame yeah, him for well, But no man, no man out there, they all know. The best situation I can give you is, i say this. One brother in love with, I ain't even give you that situation. Yeah, no, it just, no, nah, man, it, it, it ain't good for two men. But mo the, the men don't know. No. Yeah. She, she gonna tell you. I ain't saying nobody. I ain't saying nobody. That means she's right. saying at least two. I mean, woman says she ain't saying nobody. She's saying two men. You never know, brother. You never know. That's why you gotta be, you gotta be get get to the point where you can question somebody, and you can tell, you can see by their body language and by their vibration that something is off, and don't just ignore it because you're not getting a straight answer. Just say okay. Something's off here. I can't, I, you know, this is not really working the way I want it to work. And start preparing your exit because, see, the, the people don't realize, man, once a woman starts lying in a relationship, you know, it's, it's, it's going to go bad. It's going to go bad. She don't have no more respect for you when she starts lying in a relationship. But they all lie. I know, but some some of them will not put themselves in positions where they got to lie. 
You know what I mean? It's it, they they all do well. They most of them do, but some will not put themselves in a position where they got to lie. But a lot of them, they all do that. Put themselves in positions where they got to lie. And why do they lie? What is the main reason why they lie? They don't want to. They want to be married. They don't want to lose their comfort and luxury. Good girl. Yeah, they don't want to lose their comfort and yeah. luxury. So they'll they'll lie to maintain their comfort and luxury, even though they're doing X Y Z. If you really love this man, why would you put this man through this? Why would you take what's his, was supposed to be sacred to him, and give it to somebody else? Why would you do that? Right. You should just tell the man, hey, I'm no longer at the same position with you, and so I have to make a move. At least the man knows he got a decision to make what he's going to do. But when you take away his ability to make a decision, now he's stuck. He's stuck like Chuck. He got to just deal with whatever the wind blows coming your way. You know, and it's unfortunate, man, because we can't build these male-female relationships. But I agree with you, man. I just wanted to drop that question on you to see what you would say. And, uh, you know, we hadn't talked about it before. And I just wanted to see what you said. I pretty much knew what you was going to say. But, yeah, you know, like I said, you know, I don't see no reason why two able-bodied men would do something like that. No. Anyway. Knowingly. Not because, because, not because, again, we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, knowingly. When you say relationship, you're talking about the, the, the community of family. Family, it doesn't work. You know, it's not going to work. Well, here was my argument. Here was my argument. My argument to them was somebody's got to be the alpha dog in that situation. You got two men living in the house and a woman living in the house. Somebody's got to be alpha dog in that situation. So when at a, at some point you're going to get two a set of instructions, you're going to get a set of instructions from one man and you're going to get a section set of instructions from the other man. They may differ. Who are you going to listen to? What what are you going to listen yeah, to? It's just like having sex yeah. with two different men within a small within a small window of time. You got one set of sperm giving the body instructions, and you got another set of sperm giving this body giving your body another set of instructions. That's why they have so many headaches because it's so much confusion. It's so much confusion. You got headaches because the sperms are telling your body to do stuff, and they're conflicting. That's why, in my opinion. Women in particular should not be having sex with men within a week window. You shouldn't. You you have sex with one man. You should wake at least seven days, clean your system out, and then, you know, if you're gonna do that, I don't recommend that. But if you know, I'm not crazy. I know people gonna do what they do. So the best way to do it is to clean your system out before you come in contact with more than one man. In my opinion, in a short window. But that that was my. That was my argument. My argument was like, well, who are you going to choose to obey? You're going to have to choose. You have to pick a master. You have to pick a number one Don sooner or later. And how is the other man going to feel when you don't pick him? And, yeah, how is he going to feel? He's going to be feeling disrespected, right? And so what man is going to want to stick around a situation where he already knows he's being disrespected? I just don't. I just didn't see it. Sooner or later, he's gonna rise up. Right, he's gonna, yeah. gonna rise up sooner or later. 
Who? The the the, the beta male? Yeah, it's gonna rise up. I mean, you two men in one household, not gonna work. And then I not said then I said, how could you have respect? Are you gonna really respect them at the same level? How are you gonna respect them at the same level? You're not. Just inherently not. Right. Women are attracted to the alpha male. They just attracted to that person. They they are set up to submit to that person, to that person in, in their closest proximity that's displaying those alpha male traits. If you got an alpha and a beta in the house, that means the beta comes second. How are you going to respect? You showing the alpha respect, but the beta is going to get less respect. How is he going to want to stay in that situation? He got an alpha male in him too, right? As you said, as you told us before on, a, on another live stream. He got it. There's an alpha sitting in there. And once he sees how alpha male is supposed to be treated, he's going to be like, huh? What? I, 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 right. I put this to Gary Owens' situation. You know the comedian Gary Owens, the white boy? Yes. Okay. He got into a relationship with some chick. And like you said, the, 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 the side piece started showing him how life could be with him being an alpha dog. Once he got a taste of that right. crown, once he got that crown on his head, he wasn't ever going to take it off. And so his wife was still trying to treat him like he was a beta beta male and wasn't working no more. He could he couldn't handle it no more. Right. So he said, I'm out. So that's the thing, man. Right. You know, you gotta have the respect of the woman. If you don't have the respect of the woman, everything else ain't gonna really work. Right. Well, like you said years ago, I need your respect. I wanna even need your love. Yeah. That's why I get the big piece of chicken. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, you got to, if you really want to be in a relationship with a man, then you got to cover down on all these bases. That's how come so many women in South America, their marriages last so much longer because the one, the, the, the wife will fight to keep the relationship alive. If she got to go to the hairdresser, if she got to go to the um, nail shop, if she got to go get, get new clothes, she going to, she got to go to the gym. She going to fight for that marriage. Whereas in America, man, once you sign on a dotted line, a lot of times they feel like like you were saying, it's a done deal. I don't have to do nothing else. Like Dr. Dre's wife. That's it. You guys got to pay me $300,000 a month. Now what human being needs $300,000 a month to live on? But he's got he's going to have to pay her. And it's really nothing for him, but I'm just saying that's a lot of money to be paying somebody to be available for someone else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you know, but right. it, is what it, is. Right. it is what it is. But let's get back to our topic, man. What are the most desired qualities in a wife? What are the most desired qualities? I'm going to say respect. I think we already covered that. Respect is probably the number one quality other than a physical appearance. Respect is going to be the number one quality. What's some other, what's some other qualities that if you were looking for a wife, you're one the wife. You said cooperation. Okay, let's put that on the list. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 you know that's like I said. You know, you say we gonna do this, and she like okay. Unless now remember, 
the woman is the man's helpmate. And I can't stop things a man. If you got a better idea than I do, and I have a general idea, like, well, we're going to move to Compton. You say, you say, okay. And I said, we're going to move on this Compton. street. I ain't moving to Compton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's, that's the thing. Instead of saying that, just saying, you know what? Unless you can find a safe street in Compton, I don't want to move to Compton. for something better than because a man, he can only do what he can afford. He can only do what he can do, you know, or let him know if we move the company, I eventually want to move away. But we ain't even moved in there yet. But if we do, you know, I mean, giving, giving, uh, at least fail. After he fails, then you can chastise him. But let him fail first, unless you got a better idea. Now, if you have a better idea, go along with that. You know, I, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Most people in America think Henry Ford invented the automobile. Henry Ford did not invent the automobile. Right. It was a guy by the name of something Mercedes. He put a motor on a horse cart. He came up with the automobile. Now, what people don't know about the history is his wife was the one who had money. He married into money. Who's that? Ford? It was his idea. So she had huh? Who was that? Henry Ford's wife? Huh? Had the money? No, 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 no. Uh, Mercedes. I have his oh. first name, but his last okay. name was the guy Mercedes. He was the one automobile, not Henry Ford. Yeah. Henry America stole the idea from Europe and brought right. it over here. But the guy Mercedes invented the automobile first. Right. They were, you know. So anyway, um, but the Mercedes wife had before they got married. So, but she believed his idea of him with this automobile. He put a, a, a motor on a horse car and got it to move. He got it to run. Okay. But he didn't have a flight or he didn't have the marketing skills that she had because she came from money and she was right. educated. So he was so happy that he invented the thing. He pretty much like, oh, I'm done. She's like, oh, no, it's out there to the whole world. We got we can make money with this. Right. He resisted it. Like, no, I mean, we could just sell it, you know, one by one. She said, are you crazy? She was the one who drove from her house to her mama's house. Because it was going really slow. Right. And put it in a paper in Paris and it went around the world that there's an automobile out there that can travel without a horse. And right. she put it in, the, she was the one to put it in the world's fair. You right. know, and that's when he took off. So again, 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 a woman knows her value. And if she backs him, it'll be good for both of y'all. She didn't get in him. She didn't invent the automobile. He did. She backed him up. And that's when they took off. That's why I say you don't have to scold the man. You know, and, and if, remember, you picked him. If everything he do is wrong, you picked him. <laughs> you got chosen by a fool, then yeah. you must be a fool because you picked him. Yeah. Because everything he do can't be wrong. There's something you see in him that was good. Now go back and rest on that. You know, see, you can't now I would, not want a man to retire. You know, so it's something you too. Uh, oh, he just, nah, nah. I was on a, I was on another program, brother. I was on another program, same program I was talking about earlier where 
I was telling them that they were saying, all these black men, they ain't no good. They just and that. And I said, that's probably a function of the type of guys you picking. They told me, oh, no, 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 no. And I realized, man, at that point, I said, man, these people are just hurt, man. They're just very hurt people. And they just want to, they want to basically hurt anybody coming close to them. Anybody comes close by, they want to hurt anybody else. They don't really want a solution to this problem. They don't want no solutions. They just want to keep on hurting. And okay, I decide, hey, you know what? I ain't going to bother people doing that no more, man. See, what I heard was I heard the dude lie about something. So I just got on the live stream to correct that, ended up getting caught up in engulfed in this situation. I said, you know what? I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it no more. I ain't going to do it no more. But we know there's good right. we know there's good black women out there. There's good black women out there. So we can uh, we can rest on that part. The part the, the other part is there's a lot of bad black women out there. There's a lot of black. Well, there's a lot of bad women out there, period. Now the question is, if you do get a if you do find a woman, she's a little rough around the edges, how do you square out those edges? You find a woman. Yeah, go ahead. If you if you know better than her, you're gonna have to convince her that you know what the hell you doing. And I got a better way for you. And together, you know, you can go twice as far. But that's gonna be how to convince her that you know what the hell you doing. Hey man, the only when way I say can, we go right, we go right. The only way you can convince the average woman that you know better than her is to have more money than her. That's what the average woman is looking for. She's looking to see how much money you got, how much resources you got, how much resources you got at your disposal. If you don't have a lot of resources at your disposal, she's gonna look at you like you're crazy. She's gonna say, He talking, but yeah. you know. So how do you no result? Yeah, exactly. So and who has results when they first start now? So how how do you keep your woman encouraged? Let's say you want to start a business. Hey baby, I'm gonna start this record label or whatever. Um, how do you keep the woman encouraged to stick with you through that process? Man, that now that that's hard. Because don't nobody want to follow an unsuccessful fool. Anybody can have an idea and anybody can talk. But until you show her again what the hell you why should she follow you? She'd be a she'd be a fool self to follow you. You're gonna have to come with some results. And you're gonna have to show and prove that you know I what know. you're doing. But you can't show and prove until you prove until you show and prove it. That's my point. You you know, some you're businesses right. take six months to start, some businesses take six years to start. I mean, before you're going to see a profit. Microsoft, 13 yeah. years before they saw a profit. 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some business is going to take a while. Amazon, almost 20 years before they showed a profit. Right. But 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 Microsoft and, and Amazon had the same goal. The goal wasn't to show, to, to be a be profitable. The, show, the goal was to slowly take over the market. That was the goal for both of them. And if they had to put profits down and instead of giving people money, give them shares of the company, that's what they did. So that was a strategy they used. But how can you use that strategy in your house? You say, hey, you know, I'm going to start buying real estate. 
Okay, here you go. Okay, all right, whatever. And baby, I'm gonna need you to help out. What? For my check? Now, some women will be like, okay, baby, you know, go ahead, do it. But a lot of women ain't gonna be. So how do you how do you get the woman to stay encouraged? Like you said, when you don't have no results, you got well that one that one. Now that one is a hard one because like I said, the way was always taught is not her responsibility to take care of herself, it's yours. So unless you got a surefire, you know, idea and you know it's gonna take money, I wouldn't even present that to my wife or my woman. You know, if I want that chance to don't be on me. If I'm going into real estate, it's on me. My father, God rest his soul, always taught me that you never depend on her money for nothing. Never and nothing. If she gives it to you and if she helps you, that's good. That's a plus. But don't look for it. Now, should you ask for it? Yeah, if she go along with it. But if she don't, don't fault her for it. You know, meaning that, okay, I got an idea. Now, if she helped you, you can get there twice as fast in half the time. That's the thing. You know, but it's going to hurt you to see you win. And if you know what the hell you're talking about, because you might not. Because some men just talk. You ever seen that movie called Acrimony? Uh, Tyler Perry uh, wrote it. And oh, no, I don't. It's a really, really. No, I definitely. It's a really, it. really good movie, man. It's a really good movie. Not it's to, about not a brother like you. Not, not, not to put the brother down. No, I just, I'm just not a fan of his movies, but yeah. No, no, it's a really good movie. And it's yeah. illustrated what I'm talking about. It's a brother on there who had an idea, but the idea the idea never came into fruition or it never turned a profit until Amazon and my skin a failure before it turned a profit. And you have to see the other side of that to where you brung down your wife, you brung down her family because when you heard mama, not to tell you the movie, but if you watch it, you'll see you well off and you can't be angry at the family when you took that money that they mama left y'all and you, I ain't gonna say pissed it off, but no, you can't do that. You can't, oh yeah, baby, I'm gonna just drain all your money and my money off of an idea I have that may hit or miss. That's not fair to her. You know, now in the end it worked, but there's a lot of lessons in that. Like I said, you don't depend on her money. But again, you can get there twice as fast and half the time. She believes in you. You know, but you better know what you're talking about. It's hard to believe what you're talking about. Yeah, but it's hard to believe it's hard to believe in somebody who don't have no results. You know what I mean? Yeah. People that man better work. Yeah, but how can how you can't no, no, there is no guarantee in this life, brother, but death taxes. You can't guarantee nothing. You can't t guarantee, oh, well, you know, I'm going to make money on this thing. It's a it's a lock. I got an oldest, my oldest son. Dad, it's a lock. If you gave me $1,000, this is what I'd do. I wouldn't give that Negro $5. Because I already know, man. I understand. <laughs> One time, man, I'm going to tell you, I'm man. One time my son was staying with me. 
when him and his granddaughter, him and his girlfriend was about to have my granddaughter. My wife got on her knees and damn near begged me to let them stay with us. Okay, so I moved my other two sons out of their room and put them two in in that room so they have a private room, right? So this Negro, she he listened to her. He had a good job working at SpaceX. Good job, man. Dude was gonna put him into the electrical training program. He was he started out as a janitor down there. Dude was gonna put him on the program, man, working at SpaceX. He was. He got her a job up there. Man, she was on the job maybe a week and got hurt, sued him. They gave her a little bit of money. They ran out and bought a car. <laughs> they didn't have no money to put gas in the car, right? Then um, she told him, hey, you just quit. That ain't no place for you to be working. Just quit. So he listened to her and quit. Now I'm watching this Negro sitting around the house all day, and I'm like, wait a minute. Don't you got to go to work? Oh, I took today off. Oh, okay. Two weeks later, same nah. thing. I'm like, but you can't. But see, a lot of times they think you're stupid, right? Anyway, make a long story short, these Negroes wasn't working nowhere, right? So one day he comes out, hey, the baby needs diapers. Can you give us ten dollars or twenty dollars to go get some diapers? So he put the baby out there. I was like, oh, okay, well here, go ahead, go get some diapers. This fool come back in the house about an hour later with in and out bags for them. Not nothing, nothing for nobody else. <laughs> in and out bags. And I said, I gave you money to go to in and out? Well, we were just over that way, and so we just decided to stop there. I said, okay, that's it. I got that nigga up out of my house, man. But my point is, my <laughs> point is you know what I'm saying? Some people will use you, man, if they can. If they just they can just get over on you, they'll use you. Especially your own family members, man. They just use you. You know what I mean? So I even if you got a, even if you got a, and his woman was using him. His woman was using me, going through him to use me. They wasn't paying no rent. They wasn't That's paying no. Money. She wasn't even washing no dishes. Right. I remember back in the day, man. If you stay with somebody, you quiet as a church mouse, and that pop their house is even more cleaner than when you got there. Because you you try to show these people that you appreciate them, right? Right. Saw out the window today, right. brother. That's why I had to I had to get him out of my house, man. <laughs> I had to get him out of my house, man. I said, hey, you got to go, bro. You got to go. Luckily, he found an apartment not too far. I was like, cool, you out. <laughs> but yeah. that all that and that's being how, said, and that's how she go, ahead. go ahead, brother. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, all that being said, we 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 trying to round it out about about women and what we want in a wife, so we can stick with this wife, right? That's the whole point of this. Is what do I, what qualities do I want to see in a wife? Because there's certain qualities, looks, beauty, yeah, that's gonna be there when you first start out. But like you said, a couple of children, 50s, 60s, you 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 get to the age 50, age 60. They don't look like they life. did before. No, life. right? But yeah. what has life. happened is, yeah, well, but what has happened is you have bonded so much, you bonded with this person that the looks ain't an important part. It's them, it's their person. It's their it's their person that's important. And that's what's important. Right. So you don't have to focus on, oh, well, they don't look this way, they don't look this way anymore. I gotta dump them. I think we got some uh right. 
We got some people here, man. Let me read one of these chats real quick, man. Let me read one of these chats. All right. Uh, let's see. Linda Shivers. Uh, my king and I support each other in every way we can. Teamwork really does work. To make the dream work. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what we're talking about. We're talking about. But a lot of things um, is we trying to show these young guys what they should be looking for if they if if they are looking for a wife. What should they be looking for? What's the kind of stuff they should be looking for? Respect, uh, honor. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, uh, 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 obedience. Because if you can obey me, then I can obey you. But if you can't obey me, I can't. I can't obey you because I can see me being a man. I got the kind of mind where if you give me an instruction, I can weigh it, like Brother Jarvis was saying. I could weigh it against, oh, well, you got a finance, you got a degree in finance. Of course, I'm gonna take you to go buy this car with me. I'm not gonna go buy this car by myself. You got a degree in finance. Come on with me and go, you know, and you say you wanna go, then come on, let's go. You gotta make sense. Be like, push your own program and say, I'm gonna go here. And instead of paying, my wife would have got it down to 12% or 10% interest, but I did it on my own. I got, I'm paying 18%. Or 21%, but I did it by myself. Well, you cost yourself thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to be the man. So that don't make no sense. And you could have been investing that money into starting your own business. But yeah, man, you know, that's what it is. It's 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 everybody has to that that, you know, um that's that's a good way to go, uh, Glenda Shivers, because you know, the problem is we don't have too many men. That think like that. We don't have men that think like this. Men think, oh, this woman look good. That's it. What you say about that, Brother Jarvis? Well, I really appreciate Glender. No, Glender. Glender Shivers. I really appreciate, you know, that she says she loves and support her, her and her king. She's right there. She's calling her man her king. See, there are little things like that. He's reminding him on a daily basis who he is. See, psychologically, he's going to do more because he wants to. You know, it really depends on that woman. If it's on that black woman. If you're going to be together, it's on her. If we break up, it's on her. Because for the most part, the man ain't going nowhere. You know, you don't want to raise the hell inside the house. Men are simple. Right. You know, it don't take too much to please them. Yeah. But you, you, you that rudder that's on the one that's gonna keep the boat going straight. It's on you. You know, and if you have any kind of wisdom and God in your heart, and you know who you are, meaning that woman, if you know who you are and you know your power, because brother, I heard you say damn near over 30 years ago, if you all would just use your powers for good, <laughs> we'd have a much better community. Just use because you got so much power but you yeah. but, the, but the black woman has more power than she even knows what to deal with she abuses it if you actually most black women that i know you abuse but you use sex as a weapon yeah but brother that's what they that's what they being taught and encouraged to do See, that's the problem you got so much power but instead of using the power to encourage they use their power to manipulate okay that's two different things they similar but they're two different things when you're encouraging somebody, you're looking out for that person that you're encouraging. 
when you're manipulating somebody, and same thing, you just trying to you you trying to push them towards be a certain kind of behavior. What you when you're manipulating somebody, you're trying to encourage to push their behavior to do something to profit you. You're trying to profit yourself, you. right? And so that's the thing. But they're not learning that as a group. They're not learning that as a group in a group setting. They're not learning. Uh, hey, you know, just like the men, we ain't learning in a group setting that women, especially the black women, should be handled a certain way. You can't. You the reason why you yeah. got problems with black women, you handling them like men. And I know a lot of them come off like men sometimes, right. but you handling them like men. So you right. gotta say, hey, sister. Right. If I'm going to deal with you, I need you to be feminine. If you're going to be feminine, then I can work with you. I'll be masculine. Let me be masculine. Right. And you be feminine. And then we can work together. Right. If you are going to be masculine, then you then it must be. The only way this is going to work if you're going to be masculine is if I'm feminine and I can't be feminine. So no, we're going to have this strife all yeah. the time. Right? Yeah, you're going to be masculine. Right. So... We got to come to a meeting of the minds to understand. But as far as the women, black women are concerned, man, where can they go? Where can they go? I'm talking about, you was talking about earlier. All they got is love and hip hop and Wendy Williams to really show them what a woman looks like. Yeah. Now you look at Wendy Williams, single. <laughs> I mean, she's a mess. Post sister, man. I, I, ain't, I ain't hating on her as a person. Like a lot of men hate on her. I don't. I'm not hating on her. I'm just telling the truth. Her life is in shambles, man. All she got is her TV show. Her life is in shambles. What about? But that's who's teaching these women how to be women. A lot of these young girls are looking at Wendy Williams, saying, "Oh yeah, I can be cross-eyed, angry, stiff-necked, hard-hearted, and rebellious." And you know, it ain't gonna be no. I just put one man down and go. Another one. Go get another one. Gary Owen came on her show. Hold on one second. Let me read this one real quick. JP, the aspiring matriarch. JP, we see you, girl. Thanks for dropping in. Everybody that dropped in, we appreciate y'all. I put the link out there. If anybody wants to pop in, y'all can pop in. I think we're going to do another half an hour, then we are, we're going to be out of here. But if you want to pop in, pop in. Anyway, um, you know, uh, it was sad, man. Gary Owen came on Wendy Williams' show, man. Man, she was clawing this dude, man, like a lion, man, at a meat factory, man. She was just, she was on this dude, man. I felt bad for him, man, because he was, he, he looking at her, you could tell he wasn't, he he wasn't attracted to her physically, but he didn't want to say that on national TV. So she invited him to have dinner. He was like trying to figure out a way to get out of it, but he couldn't. He was stuck. But I'm saying that to say, that's who's teaching black women, brother. That's who's teaching them. That's her and, like you said, love and hip-hop. Love and hip-hop. I mean, love and hip-hop, it's a complete show about manipulation on every level. Yeah. Got these older women yeah. that's dressed up like young women, teaching these younger women how to just be disastrous in a relationship. 
What are we going to do, brother? What are we going to do? How, how, yeah. You know, somehow, some way, we have to make being a civilized human being. You know, I mean, love and hip hop is the order of the day. Now, going back to what you said about handling women, I heard a minister named Minister Farrakhan say a while back, the black woman is the play with. That's our problem. We think she's a plaything. Yeah. Young black man, it's only when you're older too. She's really not a plaything. And she's really not here for just for you to have pleasure with. But yeah. you really don't know what she is. Yeah. And you don't know who she is. So yeah. to you, because the devil has made her a plaything, you really think she's a plaything. She's yeah. really not. You know. Yeah. So that right there, I mean, just to start right there, man. I mean, you know, once you know who and what she is, you know, then you can then you can start to deal with her, you know, because she's a very serious creature. Well, she's a very well, serious well, creature. On our end, as men, on our end, see, I think we give too much attention to women like that, and we don't give enough attention to women. Like Gail Shiver said, teaching starts in the home. I'm old school, brought up totally different way and in a different era. Okay, so you old school, you've been taught a, another way. Those are the kind of women we should be giving attention to, but we don't give them a second look, right? Because we want somebody that's just crazy. Megan Thee Stallion, no offense. Uh, Cardi B, no offense. And uh, Nicki Minaj, no offense. We want, we want people like that on our team because of the look, instead of getting the character and the look. That's the thing. So I'm saying we're going to have to, like we was talking about, we, we, we have to decide what we want in a woman and what we're going to put up with and, you know, clearly define our boundaries. Hey, this is, that's, un you smoke, that's unacceptable to me. I can't be in a relationship with somebody that's smoking. That's unacceptable to me. And clearly be able to see what's, what's us too scared. We're scared. We got one woman on the hook, and we're like, oh, no. I got to keep this one woman on the hook, so I got to put up with all of her drama. And then by the time you turn around 10 years, 15, 20 years later, you're so oh, consumed by that drama, you can't even start your own business. You can't do nothing. This woman got control of almost everything you're doing, and not in a good way. In a bad way, right? That's why I said, well, you know, question. Wait a minute, let me say this, brother. When when I say the question, oh, okay, what do you want? What are the qualities you want in a woman? What are the qualities you want in a woman, in a wife, so that you can know, we can know, so we can start separating, right? Bible says it's going to be a day of separation, right? We're going to there's going to be a day where we're going to have to separate from people that don't see it our way. How are we going to do that? We're going to have to make some, we're going to have to have a list of behaviors that, okay, this is what a person that I need in my life is going to have to be. And a person that's not, they can be whatever they want to be. Or oh, what you say to that, sir? Well, you know, a couple of things that decision or that you know 
the separation it's already here you know meaning that like i said we got different generations we got young middle age we got old you know when sister put on there you know she's old school she was taught different yeah but like you said you know and thank god she already has somebody you know and he it sounds like he got a good woman you know because yeah. it's not it's not a bad thing when she is and she knows role in her place if you ever study chess on the chessboard the most powerful piece on the chessboard is the queen. Yeah. You know, the woman, like you said years ago, brother, use your power for good. Yeah. You control the inside of our house. You're the queen of the house. You ain't got a whole world like on uh, love and hip hop. I'm going to act a fool and show my strength. That's not strength. You know, strength is when, you know, he the head, meaning the man. But hell, you his head. So even though the head, you the one at the steering wheel in his head. So you running it. You want to get it like that. You know, but he is, but the final word or the final decision comes down to him. So why would God make it like that? Because God, why would he make it like that? Because he's the more logical one, the more emotional one. Yeah. So that last word should go through him. And there's a reason yeah. for that. Yeah, you know, but but yeah. but you want to go with this new way, you know? Just, well, I don't even need it, man. Yes, yeah, it ain't working. It ain't working. Uh, and yeah, all these women are. I heard sisters. Go ahead, brother. No, I'm saying I've heard women say, "Why be with a man? All he is is a headache." I'm like, man, is it really that bad? Well, you headache. I'd rather not be than be with a man because he's a headache. Is that bad? But who taught them? It can't be that, that man. Men, who taught them that men wear headaches? And what kind of man are you picking exactly. that's giving you a headache? See what I'm saying? No responsibility yeah, you on that end. That for, for what? Yeah, there's no responsibility on that end for, for the headaches you're giving. You're giving yourself a headache. If I pick a woman, yes. I know I don't like twerking, like I don't like twerking in a public place. So if I pick a woman that wants to twerk all the time in a public place. I'm the one giving myself a headache. It's not her. I ain't. Right. I shouldn't. Have, you know, right. if she, if I can't educate her, I see that I can't bring her up to a, a, a certain level of understanding. Then I gotta go let her twerk on tables. But I don't need that drama in my life. Right. Anyway, brother, let me let me introduce somebody else. We got uh, JP, the aspiring matriarch. She stepped into the building. JP, can you hear us? JP, can you hear us? I think you got yourself muted. I don't have you muted here. I don't see that. Oh, you got yourself muted here. Can you unmute yourself? Something's going on with your connection, girl. No video. Bro. Yeah, well, she, yeah, some, something going on there. So she'll pop out. She'll pop back in again if she can't, if she got a minute. But anyway, yeah, like I said, you know, that's unfortunate. But we got to say to our people, why are you picking these people? Men and women, why are you picking people that's giving you a headache? Why are you doing that? Well, we said that this this society is demon laden. When I say demon laden, that means at every turn there's a demon there waiting for you, 
right, in your straight path to God's understanding. There's a demon there waiting for you to cut you off. They they gonna cut you off like the, like the old westerns. They cut you off at the pass, right? They the, the, the demons are sitting there waiting. I don't care what you're trying to do. You're trying to go to school. Try to have a good relationship. Try to learn. Try to do whatever you're trying to do. Trying to be the best employee on your job. If you try to go to your job and do good on your job, the other the other um, the other uh, employees will say, "Look at you. You a kiss ass. You trying to do this. Trying to you just trying to be the best employee you can yeah. be, right?" But they'll hate on you for that. So there's a demon for you at every turn. The question is, right. do you have a shield of God with you? Do you have the shield of God with you? you what is the shield it. of God? You're going to need it. What is the shield of God? The shield of God is knowledge. The shield of God is the knowledge you got to understand. That's your map. That's your way out of this situation. It's the shield. The shield is the knowledge of good and evil. That's the shield you need. If you don't have that shield, how then can you uh, protest the demons? They everywhere. And we ain't talking about nothing spooky. We're talking about forces that can get you can get just like a virus can get into your body and set up shop. A demon can is a force that can get inside your body and set up shop to to control the negative polarity in your body. This is just, we we just talking mathematics. How you going to get around that? You need to put on the shield of God. That being said, right. if you got the shield of God and I got the shield of God, you a female, I'm a male, you got the shield of God, I'm going to see your shield, you're going to see my shield, we're going to be attracted to each other. But if you don't have the That's shield, true. oh, go ahead, brother. No, no, you know, I just said that's when real love comes in. Because like you said, you got the shield of God. I got the shield of God. If she can see the God in you, that's resting on the good in that right. black man. That's resting on the good. Right. Right. Yeah, and yeah. that don't die. That don't die. No. No, you always got those baby eyes when you see the when you see the 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 God in someone. You got those baby eyes, man. I say baby eyes. I mean, you look at them like a baby looks at their mother. That kind of love where you got that so strong that it doesn't right. matter. If their mother get hit by a car and lose both arms, the baby's still going to look at their mother like this is my mom, right? Right. The same way we look at in relationships, if you have, if everybody have gotten, now I'm not saying, oh, well, you got to be talking out of the Bible at every turn. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you got to have enough of a spirit of the righteous to do right that another person will see you. And remember they called, they told us about the radio in the head. Another person will see you and they'll pick up your <laughs> vibration, right? They'll pick up your vibration because they got the radio in the head, right? Because all talking, two people talking, like no, I said before on the live stream, I'm talking to Brother Jarvis this is just a wireless connection. I got a wireless connection with him. I'm able to give him my thoughts through a certain vibration. I'm able to give him my thoughts and set up the on on the TV screen in his head what I'm saying, what's on the TV screen in my head, using the vibrations that I'm giving. And we set up a wireless connection. The same thing will happen in a physical relationship. You can set up that wireless connection, whereas 
when you get that good, you ain't even got to talk. You ain't even got to talk to this person. You could be around this person all day and say three or four words to them. But the love is so strong. It don't matter what they look like. It don't matter how they did you wrong. It don't matter how whatever happened, happened. Long as you see that they honestly feel they honestly are turned toward God and God's way, you can feel them. But conversely, you should be able to feel other than the righteous. And that's where we're having a problem with. We're connecting with people that ain't got the same goals that we got. I know I was a very unrighteous person. I was very unrighteous. I, it took a long time for me to turn. <laughs> right? Hallelujah. Amen, somebody? You know what I'm saying? So I, I was yeah. a very unrighteous person. So, so I had to turn. It took time to turn. And I'm still trying to turn. I ain't sound perfect, but at least I know the kind of people I can. See, I didn't know how to separate the types of people. And I was one of those people I thought I could save everybody. No. Can't save everybody. You know, I heard a man say, there's some people you can't do nothing for. There's some people you can't do nothing for. I mean, you know, you just, no matter how much you try to help them. Like Dr. Dre's daughter, right? I don't know. Have you heard this story, brother? About Dr. Dr. Dre's oldest wife, oldest daughter? His oldest daughter is out here living in California with um. She's homeless, living out of her SUV. So what happened was she was he was paying for her apartment. He's basically paying her for her lifestyle. This girl is like 35, 36, something like that. Up until two years ago, yeah. he was paying for everything. So she tried to go behind his back and make some money. I think maybe she got like 10 or 15 grand to do an interview behind his back about him, right? He found out about it. Right. He said, okay, you out here getting this money off of talking about me? Then you don't need me to supplement your income no more. Right? right. Hold on. Right. So um, anyway, he cut her off. Now she's like living out of her house saying that's wrong that he cut her off. But he realized, I'm not helping you. I'm not helping you doing this. It's like, remember you, right. <laughs> remember you saying, well, you know, one of your sons wants to live with you, but he came with, he came with, uh, you know, some demands. Like, hey, I'm moving in, but here's yeah, my he demands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, 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 he wanted to move in, but he wanted to move his, his, uh, his quote unquote lady friend. Yeah. He was serious. Yeah. Yeah. But the but the point is You know, he was serious. But people get people get to a point where they're so entitled, man, that they don't realize they so this this world is so far with entitlement that they just can't see how far away they are from being a man. Oh brother, I got some other I got some um I got some uh comments here let me let me go to them real quick uh jp the spire matriarch headphones and cam don't want to act right put black men in early education mothers and cops can't take away that authority appreciate you jp i know you could chill check in with us next time when you get a chance appreciate you you right about that man because if you leave it to the cops to teach them man and we we 
and me and this brother here, we live in California, man. Not only do you have the, uh, we live in Los Angeles County, so not only do we have the LAPD, we 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 got the uh, LA sheriffs, man. And uh, right. them dudes are not a bunch of nice guys, not at all, not at all. When, when you when you catch them and you in the wrong, so yeah, you don't want them teaching your children. Yeah, you can be in the right. Yeah, you can be. You can be. So, you know, not to put all sheriffs down, but just as a whole, how they have treated us as black men. Is, and uh, when I say black, I mean the Latino brothers too. You know, it's been it's been kind of rough. Anyway, let me move on. Uh, Glenda Shaver says, "Amen, brother. I know what you mean. Appreciate you, Glenda. I know. Yeah, you know, you you know what I mean. You can feel what I'm saying." And, and I appreciate you because, yeah, man, it's it's hard out here. It's hard out here for all of us. You know, we just talking about it from the men's side, but it's hard out here for all of us. And uh, let's see what Brother Daniel Madden Jr. My wife is Glenda Shivers. Man, they always together. My wife is Glenda Shivers. <laughs> queen of all queens. She's loyal, obedient, trustworthy, and supporting of the king. I do not have to fight with the white man's world all day and then fight with the queen. Man, salute to you, brother. You got your heaven on earth. That's your heaven right there, brother. One of the few brothers. You got your heaven on earth, man. The the honorable Elijah Muhammad said, heaven sits at the feet of a woman. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you you want heaven, you got to bring it out of the black woman. That's true. So yeah, yeah the and, and then he also said that uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that eighty percent time will be spent with the black woman. Eighty percent. So the brothers is like, what you mean, eighty percent with them? So he, he was like, yeah. He's like, why? He said because when I teach a man, I teach individual, but when I teach a woman, I teach a nation. Okay. Thing to that is that the woman has the eyes and the ears of the children. That's so correct. He teach her. He's teaching her children at the same time. That's he correct. The house. That's how powerful she is. That's, That's correct. That's how powerful she is. That's correct. That's correct. If she knew it, but she don't know it, brother. You know, they the brother from, it's uh, hidden from her. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. No, uh, brother from uh, the Ghetto Boys. Oh, I forgot his name, man. That's Schooly D. Maybe it was Schooly D. I forgot his name, man. He was he was interviewed by uh, I forgot that cat. Love. I forgot that cat, man. He he uh he was he was on they was on some podcast anyway. They were talking music, and he made a comment that the Megan the Stallions, the Carly B's. He says, I understand where they at. He says, like myself, mentioned a little while back. He said, like myself, I'll give them time to mature. They may behave like this now, but in time, they'll mature and come out of this. So I, I, I try to think of it the same way. You know, I try to think of it, you know, it's easy for me to say, sister, you ain't got to take off your clothes and pump the air. Make fun. I believe that, but I'm not making the kind of money they're making either. Yeah, you know, man. So I don't believe you have to do that. 
Yeah, but that with that situation, we got something going. We got some. We got a serious situation with that, brother Jarvis, and that is we got a station called BET that is owned by Viacom, which is which is owned by mostly the Caucasian community. They own most of the stock in Viacom. Yes. Okay, so they 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 pretty much own BET. So um, the problem with that is they are promoting and producing pro, uh, programs that is pushing oh, that sexual. They are sexually stimulating our children. In other words, they are there, like, just like the last BET show where Lil Nas X was tongue kissing another young man live there right on TV, brother. Your children could turn from, from SpongeBob right to that. Oh, yeah, man, you could go look that one up. They could turn from SpongeBob right to that. And then also, um, they have, uh, they had, uh, what's her name? Megan Thee Stallion, half naked out there with no clothes on, stimulating your young boys. You got a young boy that's five or six years old. He looking at a grown woman's behind, shaking all over the place. You think he ain't going to have a natural reaction to that as a uh, hard-on? He's not going to get a hard-on and have a natural reaction to that? I mean, the average natural boy will. Even at five or six years old, they don't have a natural reaction to that situation. So you... that's the problem that we got with with that situation. You know, it used to be they would do stuff like that, man, and but children couldn't get to it. Now they can get to it. Now they can turn the TV, and you only see that on BET. You only see stuff like that on BET. But they get they they run so much interference for them. The LGBT community runs so much interference for them that they're able to still do stuff like that, and we are stuck. In the mud, so we gotta figure out a way of how to police that situation so that we can get these children to not be sexually aroused at six or seven years old. They turn into watch the BET Awards, see the newest dances. They ain't turning into be sexually aroused, and definitely not to see no two men kissing, <laughs> tongue kissing on national TV. You didn't see that, brother? No, I didn't. I'm, unfortunately, I didn't. I, 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 I watched some of it, but I didn't watch all of it. I didn't see it. Yeah, man, it was it was really it's really a sad situation for our children, man. And there's really no way to up police it because the LGBT community will stand in the way of that situation and say, "Well, we, you know, you you hating on little Nas X, but I'm saying we're not hating on little Nas X. We we don't have nothing against the brother. I mean, we don't support his lifestyle." But that's different, a whole different subject. Still, our brother. We just don't want him or any yeah. other person uh, getting our children aroused at five or six years old. That's what we don't want because our children shouldn't be aroused at that age, right? I mean, no. what happens when children right. get I mean, aroused too early? They need. They look for answers to questions that people are just uncomfortable answering to them. If you had a five-year-old son that came right. up to you and said, "Daddy." You know, I want to start having sex, or what? Can you tell me about sex? Or something? You'd be like, "Wait a minute, son, you're way too young for that." Well, I'm having these feelings, and then next thing you know, they're not gonna come to you no more. They're gonna go to the streets, and when the streets tell them, and when the streets right. start telling them, that could end up anywhere. That could end up anywhere. So that's the, the problem I got. But anyway, let me read this one. Uh, JP, the Australian matriarch, motherhood is is the power to shape the future. You're right about that, JP. You're right about that. 
and brother Jarvis that goes to back your point up that a mother is uh, can teach a whole nation. Yeah, you know, motherhood is the power to shape the future. That's why when I see these women, I tell I tell people all the time, the worst thing you could do as a young couple or as a couple period is argue in front of the children. When you argue in front of your children, what you're showing them is what, see, you making them have to make a decision. The first thing the children does is say, one of these people, both of these people can't be right. One of them has to be wrong. So which one is the wrong one? Now they got to decide who's the wrong one because they trusted both people. But now they realize one of these people can't be trusted in every situation. Who is the one that can't be trusted? So it takes them a while and then they can't figure out which one can't be trusted. So you know what they do? They say, F it, I ain't going to listen to neither one of them. And now they're out in the street. That's why I say, don't argue in front of your children. If you can avoid it, don't do it. Hold it in. Wait till you get alone and then go at it. But don't do it in front of your children because it puts your children in a mental state. It puts them on a, on a, in a place where they have to decide which parent to actually listen to at all times and which parent cannot be listened to all, at all times. Which one to trust and which one can't be trusted. And because they love both people right. so much, they don't want to slight neither person. So they say, I don't want to slight either one of them. I'm just not going to listen to either one of them. And then they listen to people in the streets. And now you got a 13-year-old drug addict, 14-year-old prostitute, 15-year-old killer. These children ain't playing today, man. They'll come right. in your bedroom and kill you in your bedroom. Right. That's why right. That's why we got to get on the ball, man. We got As black parents, we got to get on the ball. And those of us all of y'all on this stream looking at me, listening to us. If y'all in y'all probably in our same age group, we got a responsibility, man. We got to go back. We got to go back and touch one. Each one teach one, as me and brother used to be taught. Each one has to teach one, man. We gotta go back and try to teach these younger people, man. Hey, you know, there's a way to handle things and there's a way not to handle things. We got to handle things in the right way so we can progress forward. I'm just talking, Brother Jarvis. You got any other comments, man? Oh, yes, sir. You know, like I said, you know, back's my point. Like I said, um, really have to give credit to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. He was the one who said, you know, the woman, when you raise her and you teach her, you teach a nation. It's so much. I would. I I would, I would, I would employ any black man or woman. Just read, just start on the book "Message to the Black Man." Just read it by Elijah Muhammad. Just read that book. He and also said, like, "Well, I don't want to get." Well, ahead. let me say this. He also said that every bad black woman you find, you'll find that she came in contact with a bad black, a bad black man. Yes, sir. Yes, he did. Exactly. How was that word? He said. For every no good woman, made her that way. you find a no good woman who made her that way. That's right. That's what he said. Yeah. Putting it, putting it, that goes, that goes to show the responsibility of the man. Even if she turned out to be no good, that's your fault. It's your fault. Because like, when, again, remember, remember when God came looking to see naive, quote unquote, con Adam into white. 
I didn't look for her. He looked for him. Right. Because he want to know, no, I left you in charge. I didn't leave her in charge. Right. I left you in charge. Right. You was the one I left in right. charge. So that goes to show the responsibility. And the black man, he don't know who he is. He right. he been told so many, he ain't nobody. He just, nah, I ain't nobody. Okay, we're just going to be inwards. We ain't nothing but inwards. Oh, we go. Nah, man, that ain't you. It's the music, brother. You way more than that. You just but it's the music, brother. It's hard to get around cats like the baby and all these other little this and little that. It's hard to get around them, brother, because the society, the secret societies, pay these young brothers to go out and put out records about killing black people. They put they pay them to do it. And YouTube, YouTube, and they might cut the stream off, but YouTube will actually play their videos. They have videos where they're pulling guns on black men. They're pulling guns on people. You know, but they YouTube will still show the show their video. Now, do you think YouTube would show the video if it was two Jews pulling guns on each other? No, probably not. Ooh. Two white guys pulling guns on each Ooh. other? Probably not. Ooh. Two LGBT community people pulling guns on each other? Probably not. So why then are they showing they have they will give a page to black people, black men, that will actually pull guns in the video on other black men and then uh, make the, uh, what's the word I want to use? Uh, they make believe that they're actually shooting weapons at each other because it's, it's encouraged. It's encouraged. It's hard for us to get around it. And so we, we, what can we do? see? It's like God is the only thing we got to lean on, brother. God is all we got. Right. right. How can we fight this dragon? You know, this dragon is right. so huge. YouTube is so huge. You know what I'm saying? Viacom is so huge. How can we fight this dragon? I was just doing Revelation 13 the other day. And one beast came up. And then another beast came up to back up the first beast. And the people were so scared, man. The people was like, who can make war with the beast? They was just like, they was praising the beast. Then they said, oh, if you, if you, we're going to make an image to the, we, we want you to make an image to the beast. And then you got to, you got to praise not only the beast, but you got to praise the image of the beast. Right. What's the image of the beast? What's the, what's the beast and what's the image of the beast? Okay. The beast is the society, the, the the group of people that's running the societies, right? They are the beast, right? Then you got the people that's actually supporting those beasts, right? So who is that? That's the people on the ground. But they make an image. What's the image? The image is the thinking process. You think like the beast. You, you tapped into the matrix. You think like the beast. Oh, money is the most important thing. Money ain't the most important thing. I've been on a gurney getting wheeled out my house. Oxygen is the most important thing. You gonna? I'm telling you, when you can't breathe, right? That's the most important thing. Family is the most important right. thing. I've been on that gurney right. getting wheeled out my house several times, several right. times. So money, but see, the beasts tell them money. The more money you got, the more important of a person you are. 
So you got more money. Right. You're a very important person. Or you got a piece right. of paper on the wall. You got a piece of paper on the wall. You can say, oh, I'm important. Why are you important? Because right. this school gave me a piece of paper. See that piece of paper? It got my name on it. It got Howard University or Dillard University or whatever. That means I'm, I'm, I'm better than you. No, no, sir. That ain't God's way. That's the beast's way. The beast will use things like that to separate us. That's why in Mecca, they walk around the Kaaba. Everybody gets uh, a garment. Whether you a million right. dollar businessman, whether you are somebody who crawled in off the street, everybody gets a garment. And we right. all walk around this Kaaba right. together. Because right. it ain't about us. It's about our belief in this God and what we're going to do to make things better for everyone else. That's my situation. Right. Anyway. That's my belief. But anyway, brother, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. You got any words of wisdom, man, you want to impart on the people, man, out here? Uh, yes, sir. A couple of things. You know, um, I, to finish up my life, I, I was trying to employ anyone who uh, in our community or any other community, rather, because I mean, the book wasn't written for just black folks. If you read it, you know, the message to the black man by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Read it. It's a very, very good book. You know, uh, you know um, as is the autobiography also, um, of Malcolm X. Yeah, I was, about, I was about to go there by saying. If you have a problem with the nation of Islam, read the autobiography of Malcolm X first. That may segue you or catapult you to the nation because you'll be surprised to know who taught him. Because a lot of people want to give, oh, well, he raised himself. No, sir, Brother Clarence. Malcolm X never raised himself and he didn't teach himself. You don't realize he taught him. No. But you know, to, to uh, oh, one more thing, you know, um, I don't think it's on the internet because it may or may not be on there, but Male and Female Relationships by the Honorable Minister Farrakhan, a very, very good tape. Brother, we had that tape, it got destroyed. I wish to God I would do anything to get tape back. I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but it's a very, very good tape as far as, you know, it because it, we just touched Maybe not even a tip of the iceberg, like you said, what desires and qualities to find a good wife. You know, uh, like I said, in that tape, he goes really into it. Um, it's really easy to, I just give some givens, you know, a woman be attractive, you know, good heart. To me, you know, if you're with her, if you're laying down with her, she got to have something. Like I said, the first thing we see as a man is her physical appearance so and then we go from there because we always see from the outside in but most women most women go from the inside out but the man goes from the outside in and if it's real in time and you two stay together you'll meet in the middle and you can start to grow you know so i mean there you know just to give a list you know a woman being attractive a good heart in um, compatibility because I hear a lot of women say you know 
are we or are we not compatible? Well, like the Quran says, the male and the female are different. So right there, you're not compatible. And the reason why you're not, because you're different and you're opposites. But if you know science and you know the science of nature and you know the science of the universe, opposites attract. There's a reason why you two are different, the male and female. So you can come together. So don't view, meaning the male and the female, the black man and the black woman, don't view your differences as oh, I'm gonna this man away, or, I'm gonna just throw this woman away. Because see, when you got somebody opposite of you, you can grow and allow yourself as a woman to grow. But you too, brother, just because she's a woman don't know she don't know what the hell she's talking about. Because she see, you can't see. And she may have, and you let her do her role and be who she is, more than likely, she got a better idea than you. There's a reason why I gave that, that story about Mercedes-Benz's wife. He was happy with just coming up with a motorized cart, but it was her. His wife took that, who took that cart to the world's It was her who put the article in a, in, a, uh, in, in a newspaper in Paris and it ran around the world about a horse's cart. It was the female that did that. You know, and a male and a man, if you know the value of a woman, listen to her. I mean, really listen to her and study her. Because believe you me, brother, she studied you. And you anything you say, she's studying you. Anything you do, she's studying you. One thing about a woman, she will everything you do. And we gotta do the same thing with her. That's why when you start cheating, she know it, because something changed. But see, when she cheat, you don't know it. You know why? You ain't paying no attention. Not like her. She paying attention to everything you do. What time you go to work, what time you get home, how long it take you to come home from work. She timing you, whether you know it or not. Everything you do, oh, she got you down to a science. But you feel like, oh, I ain't got to study her. You a fool. That's you. You know. But, I mean, that's about it, brother. You know what, brother? I was, I was... I was dating this woman one time, man, and uh, we got to be careful, man, because I was dating this sister one time, and the sister would ask me all the time, "What time are you gonna be here? When are you gonna get? When are you coming?" And I would say, "Oh, I'm, I'll be there about five thirty, six o'clock, or whatever, right?" But being young at the time, I would, I would just show up when I show up. You know what I mean? I, I didn't know that my word had value. I didn't know that somebody was looking at my word and they was valuing my word. So one time I got to her place, uh, I got a little, about maybe an hour late and she wasn't talking to me, you know, the silent treatment. And I'm like, what, what's going on? Yeah. What happened? You know, she's like, well, you said you was going to be here at this time and you didn't even show up. And I was like, damn, I was like, well, you trying to control me or something? What's what's going on? You trying to check up on me and nothing like that? And that was the understanding that I had at the time. But she broke it down to me and she said, she said, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to control you. I made you something to eat. I wanted it to be hot for you Walk right when you walked in the door. I, I wanted to, oh. I want my food to be hot for you when, when, when you walk in the door. And I was like, oh. Because I had never experienced that up until that point, I was like, man, wow. She think that much of me where she wants to make sure that as soon as I put the fork in the in the, in her food, 
the steam is gonna still come up out of it. And she was hurt. Right. That 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 you know, but but when she explained it to me, I was like, okay. And then I was able to so don't think just because a woman is checking on you. There's a difference. See, there's a difference between a woman that thinks that much of you where they want you, they want to have things ready for you. Like this woman wants to have everything ready for me, have my favorite chair ready, have everything ready. So I can just come in, sit down, eat something, and go sit down in my favorite chair. She had all my comforts ready for me. But sometimes we can think, oh, well, this person trying to control you. No, there's a difference between somebody that really cares about you and a snooper. See, sometimes we, we hook right. up with snoopers, man. Right. We're not with, what's a snooper? Right. A snooper is a person that's going through your phone, going through your emails, going through your computer, going through your pockets, going through your shoes, going through your car. They, they, they're just not easy to live with, man. And if you got a snooper on your trail, they're going fi- to eventually find something to start something over. That's why right. you know, if you can avoid a snooper, not be a, don't be with a snooper. Okay, go, go ahead, brother. Sorry. No, I was just going to say one thing about a snooper. See, the mind brain is so powerful. Whatever you're looking for, you'll find it. Even if it's not there. If you were looking for the boogeyman, you'll find him. Because in your head, he's there. So that's why being a snooper is not really profitable. It's not really any good to do that. Because you're going to find what you're looking for, even if it don't exist. That's what so, I'm saying. You don't want to be that's with it, a snooper. Bro. Okay. You don't want to be with a snooper. And uh, that's it. I think we covered everything. Oh, I got a couple more comments. Let me let me get these comments out so we can get out of here. Uh, Glenn Shivers. Glenn Shivers. That's right, brother. Inside is what counts. Beauty is only skin deep. It is. It is. It, I mean, it means something to initially, but like Brother Jarvis said, once you get so far and you get that connection is made, you're going to still see him with baby eyes anyway. You're going to still see that 20-year-old girl even though she's a hundred pounds overweight or whatever, you're still going to see that, that little girl and you still going to have the love for her. So that's the thing is, is, is as a woman, you keeping your, keeping your, um, continence in a way where like brother was saying, you always remind this man that he's a man. He can't escape it. That's why I was talking about the sister that was trying to have me have hot meals for me. Only thing that made that relationship not work is just it was, it was just too hectic. I, I was doing too much at the time to try to settle in with one person, and so that's what made that not work. But if if it could have worked, I would have made it work. Um, but anyway, we got a couple more comments. Uh, word is bond. That's right, Sister Glenda. Word is bond, man. You know, you said you got to. Stick with what you're going to do. Stick with what got you to the party. If being a good woman got you to the party, don't change up now. Stick with being a good woman. Don't change up. You stay being a good good person. Um, also, don't let your friends. Man, don't let your friends talk you out of a good man. Girl, I wouldn't take that. Right. If I was, girl, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put up with that. Right. Or where your man at? I got right. rid of Right. I got cats. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, don't let no woman with a whole bunch of cats in her house tell you how to handle a man. 
anyway, uh, snooper right. stalkers are the one. Yeah, see, that's what happens. Let me talk about this real quick, Brother Jarvis. Snoopers eventually turn into stalkers, and stalkers eventually take action at some point. And you don't want to be in a situation where you with somebody and they now they start taking action. You can't reasonably see a snooper and a stalker. Once they get past the stalking stage, they're now they're they're unreasonable. They say, hey, they don't realize these this kind of person when they get to the stalking stage, they don't realize that they putting so much pressure on the relationship. Who is going to enjoy being in a relationship with them? They don't they don't recognize that. So that's what I'm saying. Once you see the snooping, that's early. You see the snooping, where were you? What you what was you doing? What you mean you was with your friends? Once you see that snooping, you got to say to yourself, okay, you got a decision to make. Am I going to stay in this situation? Or I'm going to leave? Because most women think like this. Oh, it's so cute. He's jealous. Jealousy is not cute. You hear no. that in the Negative Bible, jealousy. in the Bible, there's only one place that jealousy was made good. And that's when who was jealous? God only himself. The, exactly. Only God was being jealous was made into a good situation. Every other situation is a bad situation. Jealousy is not a good thing. It's not a good thing. So don't let somebody practice that on you. Because once they practice jealousy on you, they do it by degrees. They, oh, I, I, you get out, you get out the shower, they're going through your phone or whatever. Right. And it starts light like that. And then ultimately they going through your purse. They're going through your car. They're going through, they, they, they just become unreasonable mentally, unstable. And eventually they may do something to just cause harm. I remember when I was watching a story one time with this dude, he was down on his luck and his girlfriend kept telling him to go get a job. He didn't want to go get a job. He wanted to sit on the couch and drink beer, her couch and drink beer. So she was like, you got to go, man. <laughs> bringing that to the table up in here. You got to go. So she got rid of him. Right. This dude, man, he went on a he went on a, sh a shooting spree. Man, he got a rifle. He went to her parents' house, killed both her parents. Not he didn't kill the both parents. I think he killed the father. And, and the mother played dead, so she was still alive. And shot her son, her 16-year-old son. I mean, he was just out of control, man. Out of control. All because a woman told him, I don't want to be with you no more. But the reason why we ain't been, we ain't we can't handle that kind of stuff no more is because of the situation we in, man. Well, we always gotta have a W no matter what. No, man, life is about W's and L's. Sometimes you're gonna get some W's, right? Get some L's. And you gotta learn how to handle the W's as well as take that ass whooping sometimes. It is what it is. Right. You know, so right. anyway, uh I had put the I put the 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 link out there for anybody who wants to get on. Obviously, you guys are busy doing your, you guys probably just listen to us, busy doing your Sunday routine. We appreciate you guys coming up. This is my brother, Brother Jarvis, and he usually does these live streams on Sundays with me. And, uh, but, you know, any of you guys, Liz, or any of you guys, JP, any of you guys, uh, Glenda, and uh, Brother uh, Daniel, any of you guys are willing to, are ready to come up, you want to come up, 
come up. I'll put the link out there next time. I'll put it out there this time. It's in the comments, but we're going to get ready to get out of here because Brother Jarvis has some things he has to do. So I got to cut him loose, but we appreciate y'all for coming. Next week, I will start. We might, we're probably going to start a little earlier, and I will have all of the stuff that I usually have on these live streams, which is the Black um, the Black uh, History Minute, uh, Job of the Week, uh, the news, and a couple other things. So I will be getting back into that format. So we just started so late today. I just went to jump right into it. Anyway, appreciate y'all. Comment, like, subscribe. If you're not already, subscribe and uh, just let us know. I got one more comment, brother. So let me get this one from Brother Daniel. A woman will be in your company and text another guy while you're there and will also lay with another man while you're on the phone with her. Show the other Ooh. guy your pictures so he knows who you are. He's talking about how women do today, brother. You know, they just, some of them, some of them will do this kind of stuff, man. But see, the, your job is, our job, Brother Daniel, we got to get these, we got to be able to see this stuff in these women. Now, us as older brothers, we've been burnt enough. We can see, we can see bad road coming. So we already know. We, I can see, I can see just by the way you handle the wait staff, you're not for me. Just right. by the way you speak right. a certain tone to me, I can see that you're not for me. So I can see that all that already. But yeah. these young guys, man, they're getting caught up. So it's up to us. We got to go back and teach these young guys how to separate the wheat from the shaft. You're, yeah, a lot of women look good, but they're not. They're not. They are not good. Put it like that. They're not beneficial to your life. Anyway, that's that's all the time right. we got for this week. Any other parting words, brother Jarvis? No, sir. That's it, big brother. Okay, we're going to see y'all next time. Thank you, everybody, for contributing, and we'll see y'all next time. We out. Peace. Peace.